0: Phil, the Full of Life Ministries. Greetings in the name of the Lord. We celebrate Jesus this day and we celebrate the blessings that he grants unto us each and every day. We want to take this moment to reflect on the goodness of the Lord. You see, Psalms 145 verses 3 through 10 speaks on And addresses the goodness of the Lord. It simply says, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of his mighty acts, let them proclaim his power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all His creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will praise you. Now listen, people of God, I recently did a podcast that was entitled Behind the Scenes. We shared how the Lord is one who goes before us unannounced, quietly going about his business, providing the necessities that we need in order to thrive in life. These are fundamental truths that are in the word of God to give us a solid foundation to stand on. Without God being the standard to live by, we would be tossed to and fro by the winds of lies that the world promotes. We have to recognize that we have what we have in God and his generational blessing that only he can provide. And when we try to measure his greatness, like with a measuring tape, we really do fall short of all of his great deeds that he gives to us. And in these passages of scripture, we see that he is merciful. We thank God for his mercy. God's love responds to our needs in an unexpected or unmerited way. We don't deserve his mercy, but he continues to provide for us mercy. You see, mercy is God's way of forgiving our sins. When we don't deserve forgiveness. Think about all of the trouble we get ourselves in because we choose to do things the wrong way. God's mercy steps in and brings to our lives stability, a hope that we can learn, that we can learn from the error of our ways to follow his teachings that he instills into our lives. The other thing that was said in this scripture, in these passages of scriptures, is that he's compassionate. Oh, thank God for his compassion. He's consistently compassionate towards us. You see, Lamentations, the third chapter, verses 22 and 23, it talks about the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. It also says that he's slow to anger. He's slow to anger. And what I love about this is anyone who's passionate, any person, any person who's passionate about a person for the sake of their well being is one who could possibly get angry. And I believe that God is slow to anger is because he really wants the best for us. He's trying to, he is patient. I say, say he's trying to be. He is a patient God and he is slow to anger and i love the fact that he is because he should be upset with me each and every day and i'm sure he is but he is so slow he allows for his grace to grow me up to grow us up he also understands our frailties he knows our weaknesses and yet That doesn't give us a license to continue to sin. What we have is an opportunity. I want you to think about this, people of God. We have an opportunity to get it right with God by embracing his love for us and really surrendering our will to his will. This is when miracles happen. This is when God restructures our lives. This is when the shackles, I'm speaking metaphorically, whatever that thing is that keeps you tied up, he removes the shackles. When you surrender your will to his will, God's greatness shines and fights your battles for you. And he's filled with unfailing love. Isn't that good news? A love that covers a multitude of sins. A love that helps you to get back on your feet. Establish your life with a foundation that keeps you in perfect peace. A love that keeps you in a world that's full of hate and deceit. His unfailing Love continues to stand the test that life brings and lifts our spirits whenever we are in trouble. There is a moral standard, though, that the Lord wants you to uphold. A moral standard, yes. We have to recognize God wants to bring out the best in us because our world that we live in is in need of every believer to shine in the face of darkness god wants to draw those who are in darkness who are in a struggle who is suffering from sin who is living a chaotic life the lord wants to give these individuals a way out A way to be inspired by God to see that they can become everything that the Lord has created them to be. But there are too few believers demonstrating this mandate from the Lord. You see, believers like to overlook their responsibilities when it comes to living a life that's pleasing to God. That's the reality of our world that we're living in in 2021. Now, Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 9 through 16 speaks on this subject. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be be patient in trouble and keep on and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. This is a heavy one. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. and don't think you know it all. And since we're here in this passage of scripture, I want to add a couple of more verses to this dialogue that we're about to go into. Verse 17 and 18, verse 17 and 18 says, Never Pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. These are mandated scriptures that the Lord wants for us to uphold. He wants for us to live by these Mandates what we have though is a dereliction of duty here you see, we love to hear about God's unfailing love and how he's compassionate and, and he's slow to anger and that he's merciful. However, there are some things that he requires of us. we have to live our lives as consistently as we possibly can. We have to understand that there are individuals who are looking at you. They're looking right at you and how you conduct yourselves on a regular basis. People are looking for God through your actions. People are watching what choices you make and making decisions about their faith based on what they see in you. but Many times we try to to justify our actions with answers that don't line up with God's word. Thinking the Lord is going to just give us a pass just because you don't want to take the responsibility of living a life that proves that the Lord is working through your life. Romans 12 says to demonstrate love. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. It goes on to say, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. And I could keep going on and on and on through all these scriptures, but you get the point. This is a command from God to practice this type of lifestyle in order for everyone to see that you are honorable. The question is, are you? Does your life display honor? Are you practicing these things? What we have, people of God, in reality, we have hypocritical tendencies that if we are not careful, And I want you to really hear this. If we are not careful, it can diminish our testimony of how good the Lord truly is. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled Avoiding Hypocritical Tendencies. Avoiding Hypocritical Tendencies. Commercial break. We'll be right back with the episode entitled, Avoiding Hypocritical Tendencies. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego Podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things. COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into the episode entitled Avoiding Hypocritical Tendencies. You see, a hypocrite is someone who claims to believe something, but acts in a different manner. And this word hypocrite is derived from the Greek term for actor or actress, literally a person who wears a mask. So in other words, someone who pretends to be what he or she is not. And we have a lot of individuals who are just plain hypocrites. They know what to say, but their actions do not line up with the truth. Now listen, I want you guys to really hear this. God calls hypocrisy sin. And what we have to understand is there are two forms, shapes, styles of hypocrisy. A professing belief in something and then acting in a manner that goes against that belief. And number two, looking down on others when we ourselves are flawed. Now I want to go straight into the word of the Lord and let's see what God has to say about hypocrites. Isaiah 29th chapter 13th verse, it tells us that the master said, these people, and maybe you fit this category, these people make a big show of saying the right thing, but their hearts aren't in it because they act like they're worshiping me but don't mean it. I'm going to step in and shock them awake, astonish them, stand them on their ears, the wise ones who had it all figured out. They will be exposed as fools. The smart people who thought they knew everything will turn out to know nothing. You know, listen, Jesus quoted the same verse, aiming the same condemnation at the religious leaders of his day. In St. Matthew, chapter 15, verses eight through nine. Jesus addressed The other form of hypocrisy in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, said it best. He says, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye he says you hypocrite first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye and that's in st matthew chapter 7 verses 3 through 5 and what we need to embrace is that people are watching our actions our deeds the way we interact with one another, they see an image that they believe is supposed to represent Jesus Christ. But oftentimes we represent ourselves and now we become judgmental. We become hypocritical. And now we have an issue with somebody embracing a false Narrative of who Jesus really is. So we have to recognize and embrace that people are watching our actions, our deeds, and the way we go about our daily business. Now, First Peter, the second chapter, the twelfth verse, gives us that exact warning. It says, live honorably. Among the outsiders, so that even when some may be inclined to call you criminals, when they see your good works, when they see your good works, they might give glory to God when he returns in judgment. So listen, people of God. In order to avoid hypocritical tendencies. Number one, we have to live honorably before our peers, our family, our friends. We have to demonstrate godliness at all times. We have to understand that when we honor God with our life, when we glorify God with our life, we will live honorably before everyone. But this is where the problem lies, is that we choose to honor ourselves more than to honor God. And so now here we have hypocrisy in its highest degree. But listen, people of God, when we show compassion, when we demonstrate love, forgiveness, when we prom- promote wisdom and when we provide wisdom for our brothers and sisters, when we become peacemakers in the midst of a situation that appears to be unfixable when we are tempted to tell a dirty joke for the sake of acceptance when we indulge into practices that doesn't line up with the word of god we can lose our credibility and this is something that god does not want for us to live our lives in this type of manner we have to live honorably before our peers, our family, our friends, and most importantly, we need to live honorably before God. So that's number one. Number two, the Bible declares, it says that we're supposed to love one another, to love one another. John chapter 15, verse 12 tells us, my command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. You know, at times we tend to choose who to love. Now, listen, I want you guys to understand this. You don't have to like everybody. (laughs) Okay? You don't have to like everybody, but we are commanded to love each other. You know, pray for their well being, see beyond the exterior. Think about the cause and effect that could have happened to that particular person. Just like Jesus loves us when we fall short, when we become unruly, or when we get caught up with certain types of sin. God is saying today or tonight to avoid hypocritical tendencies. Let's get back to loving one another. I mean, genuinely loving one another, caring for their well-being, excited for an opportunity for God to step in and to change their direction that they're going in, for God to pull them out of that darkness, out of that pit, out of that cave, whatever the pain that they're suffering, when we demonstrate love, we avoid hypocritical tendencies. So number three, let forgiveness be the center of your life. Let forgiveness be the center of your life. Colossians 3 and 13 says, put up with one another. (laughs) It's a command from God, people of God. Put up with one another, forgive, pardon, any offenses against one another as the Lord has pardoned you because you should act in kind. Forgiveness is a powerful thing. And when we avoid hypocritical tendencies not to be forgiving, we give in to the devil's schemes and his traps. And consequently, people are watching you and how you respond to a situation that could end up chaotic. But when you forgive, when you demonstrate forgiveness like God wants us to demonstrate forgiveness, all of a sudden people will be drawn not to you but to the God that's inside of you. So let forgiveness be the center of your life. And number four, live by God's commands for your life. And when you do this, you will be made complete. St. John chapter 15, verses 10 and 11, it says it best. If you keep my commands, you remain in my love. Just, just, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. He goes on to say, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you. And that your joy may be complete. Staying connected to God is the surefire way to avoid hypocritical tendencies. When we follow God's commands, when we embrace his commands, we will remain in love. We will avoid being hypocritical or hypocrisy that enters into our lives. And that the joy that God wants to give to you, that he wants to impart into you, you will become a complete person is because you're living by God's commands. And so in closing, avoiding hypocritical tendencies is the solution to change the culture and climate climate of society. And as believers in God, we are called to strive for holiness, allowing God's light to shine everywhere we go. We are to hate what is evil and cling to what is good. We should never imply that we are to accept the act of sin, especially in our own lives. But in everything that we do, we should be consistent with what we believe and who we are in Jesus Christ. What the Lord wants for our lives is that we embrace his commands, embrace our responsibilities as ambassadors for him, and allow his greatness to shine in the midst of this corrupt world. At the end of the day, God never made you a hypocrite. So be followers of Jesus Christ. Stay connected to him. And when you stay connected to him, you'll never be the same in Jesus name. Let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We ask you tonight or today that you will just search our hearts in every hypocritical desires that we have demonstrated please forgive us wash us clean help us to embrace your truth help us to be the light of the world and that we will follow your instructions that are aligned in your word you want for us to love and to hate what is evil you want for us to embrace people in a way where they can see the love that's inside of them, which is you. So Lord God, help us to not be hypocrites, but help us to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So men and women can see not us, but see your greatness shine in our lives like never before. We thank you for all that you're doing and that you will continue to do Bless your people in a a special way. And we ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, this is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled Avoiding Hypocritical Tendencies. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your love, your generosity. If you're enjoying the podcast, you know the deal. You know the drill please continue to share the podcast with your friends and your families. Allow God's word to just cover the earth, to touch the lives of his people. So when you hear that share button, when you take the episode and share it amongst your peers, your friends, and your family, let God be God. Allow his words to go forth and change the hearts of mankind. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, please email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We are here to serve you, to give you the information and inspiration to help you through your daily walk with Jesus. People of God, thanks again for tuning in. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.